Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be discussing the film Joker since it has been a hot minute since I did a film review. But really quick before we get into it, I do just want to remind you all that if you enjoy our videos, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us out a ton. YouTube now deranks our content, so if we want our show to continue to grow, we need to rely on you guys, our awesome audience, to share our content. Share it on Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, every little bit helps. And if you did want to go the extra mile to support the show, you can, of course, always head on over to blazetv.com slash Lauren and subscribe using the code Lauren to save money on your annual subscription. Remember, we are no longer on Patreon anymore, so if you did want to chip in for the show, that subscription would be how you do it. So getting into Joker, I'm going to give you guys a bit of a film review, tell you what I thought, is it good, is it worth seeing, and then we're going to delve into some of the controversies surrounding the film because... There have been quite a few. Right off the bat, Joker is not your average superhero movie, as you are probably aware of by now. There's no one flying around in spandex coming to save the day. This is not that kind of film. What makes this movie so different is that not only are we focusing on the Joker, who is a villain, or anti-hero in this case, a very far cry from characters like Batman or Superman. But this film is also not the typical family-friendly, CGI-laden action comedy that's come to dominate the superhero genre. And don't get me wrong, Deadpool did break the mold first with its R rating, but it's not just swearing and violence that makes Joker different. Thematically and tonally, it's just so much darker. Think Logan, but times a hundred. Joker is a full-on drama, and if that's not your cup of tea, you're not gonna like it, but if you are looking for something grittier and something not at all action-oriented, then this would probably be up your alley. Basically, this movie tells the story of how a man named Arthur Fleck becomes the Joker, the villain that we all know and if not love, then strangely appreciate. You see, in movies like The Dark Knight or even Suicide Squad, the Joker is introduced to audiences as an already fully-fledged bad guy. But in Joker, we're instead introduced to Arthur, who, at least at the start of the film, is a somewhat regular person. I mean, he's not a great guy, but he's not a full-on villain. Not yet. And so, without getting into any spoilers, the meat of Joker is spent trying to show and explain the circumstances that led Arthur into embracing full-on villainy. And when you think about it, that's a pretty hard thing to do as a writer, director, or actor. I mean, Joker is a villain. You're not really supposed to like him or side with him too much. But if you're making an entire movie about him, you need to find some way to make audiences okay with sitting and watching someone that they find morally repugnant for like two hours. And in my opinion at least, the film does a good job of handling that. By the end of it, you're certainly not gonna like Arthur or Joker. He's not the type of guy you want to hang out with or really be around in any capacity at all. But ultimately, when all is said and done, you are going to sympathize with him and understand him better. Which, by the way, for some critics out there, is not the same thing as supporting him or condoning his behavior which we'll get into in a few minutes. When the film starts, which is all pretty much in the trailer, so if you've seen that, this isn't a spoiler, Arthur lives with his mom, he has a crappy job, he goes to see a therapist who really doesn't seem to care at all about him, he doesn't have any friends, he doesn't have a girlfriend, and he is struggling with some very serious mental illness. The film makes it very clear that things are just not going well, for Arthur Fleck, and it's one of those cases where someone is pushed and pushed, things keep piling up, it's one thing after another, until eventually they snap. Essentially, I feel like Joker is meant to be a sneak peek into 
through a lifetime of hardships that culminate in intense feelings of isolation and marginalization, which are big themes in the movie. And I will say here that one of the only criticisms I have of this film, because it is very good, is that it can be a bit heavy-handed sometimes. Like I said, major themes in this movie are isolation and marginalization, and things like societal strife and decay also keep popping up. People are cruel, Gotham is dirty, you will be kicked when you're down type of thing. And I really do appreciate that, and I will say that after the film, I was reflecting on what I could do and what we each could do to be a little bit more kinder and warmer and just more welcoming to people around us who are struggling. But when it comes to a point in the film where Arthur is literally physically getting beat down by just random people, it seems like every time he leaves the house, I don't know, to me at least, that didn't seem like the most realistic thing in a film that's trying to portray the world of DC in a more realistic light. Like, there are other ways to portray someone being marginalized and mistreated by society that aren't just them being punched in the face by strangers a lot, or them having people be really rude to them a lot. So that was definitely one thing I noticed with the writing, and there were a couple of other times during the film where I really felt that things could have been handled with more subtlety or nuance than what actually ended up happening. I can't really say anything more about it without spoiling anything, but lack of nuance is really my only criticism of a film that pretty much in every other way just kills it. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is on for this. He does an amazing job, and I went into the theater so totally ready to be comparing him to Heath Ledger at every step of the way. But there ended up not really being any comparison to be made because he completely does his own thing, and I mean that in the most positive way possible. He is Arthur Fleck in this. His voice, his mannerisms, the physical transformation he had to go through with, I'm guessing, what must have been a massive weight loss to look the way he did. It's fantastic work, and what I even noticed after the fact, thinking back on this movie, is that there really isn't even that much dialogue in this film. And there's no voiceover either, so I find it super impressive that Joaquin Phoenix, as an actor, is able to portray as much of the character as he does without even saying anything. It's not like he has all this witty or explosive dialogue to fall back on. So much of the movie is just him, just his physicality, and it's really cool what he's able to convey with that. I do know that award shows are super political now, and what with all the controversy surrounding this film, I kind of doubt it will get too many nominations, if any, at all, but I do think that Joaquin Phoenix would deserve an Oscar for his performance. Overall, this movie was well-made, well-acted, pretty well-written. It's moving, it's poignant. I do recommend you go see it if dark dramas are your thing. However, I would not say that this movie was enjoyable. You know how some movies are good and you're glad you saw them, but you didn't necessarily have a good time seeing them. The last movie that I saw that kind of made me feel like that was Hereditary, and I'm not sure if it makes sense, but that's also how I feel about Joker. It is a good movie, but it is also extremely uncomfortable to watch. You're witnessing someone with mental illness just come completely unraveled, and it's awkward and, dare I say, even cringy sometimes. There were a couple times during the movie where I couldn't help myself. I was just, oh no, please don't do that. Oh gosh, you're doing that. Oh no, is it over? Okay, it's not over. Okay, can't look at my phone because that's rude. Maybe check out the popcorn situation here. Da -da 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 -da. I don't want to be watching this. And it's not even like there was anything gory or graphic. It's just 
it is that awkward. It is that uncomfortable, which, hey, I guess kudos to Joaquin Phoenix for making me feel that way. Plus, just emotionally, this is not a feel-good movie. You don't leave the theater thinking, yeah, this is great. And the thing is, I think that is what the filmmakers intended. In the film, Arthur complains that society doesn't see him, that he's overlooked, and the film does a great job in making us sympathize with him and say, hey, that's not fair. How could those people do that to you? But at the same time, it also makes us feel like, I don't want to be watching this. I don't want to be seeing you. I would love to be overlooking you right now which is impressive. So long story short, Joker is two big thumbs up for me, or maybe an A rating, 90%. I don't know how film reviews work anymore, but it's good. It's very good. But now let's move on to the controversies surrounding the film, because for something that's based off an entirely fictional character, this movie has caused quite a bit of a stir. Namely, before its release, people were making a lot of fuss about how Joker might actually encourage incel attacks or shootings. It even got to the point where the US Army warned about the possibility of an incel shooting leading up to the release. The FBI was monitoring message boards online for threats, and some theaters even posted security guards at showings. As an aside, I saw Joker opening night, and I did see a security guard there, at the same theater where I always go to where I've never seen a security guard before. I don't know if that had anything to do with the movie itself, but I did find that interesting. At the time I'm filming this video, there have been no attacks of any type. Thank goodness. But what I find so interesting about the connections being made between the Joker as a character and shootings is that a lot of them seem to stem from the fact that the Aurora shooting in Colorado happened at a screening of The Dark Knight. It was reported at the time that the shooter had dressed up as the Joker during the attack and even considered himself the Joker. And although that is why people started linking the Joker with shootings, it turns out that it wasn't even true. So what did happen? Well, the Aurora Shooter had always been a deeply troubled individual. He started developing noticeable mental issues already in middle school and attempted to off himself at the tender age of 11. He was reportedly obsessed with killing people for a decade before deciding on actually doing so in the Aurora Shooting. He wasn't inspired by the Joker. District Attorney George Brauschler, who prosecuted the case, maintain that he did in fact not specifically target the Dark Knight Rises, nor did he ever say that he was the Joker. What he did was target a blockbuster feature film that attracted a large audience. But the debunked connection to the Aurora shooting aside, it seems to me like people are upset about Joker not just because it's a villain getting his own movie, but because it's a straight, white, cisgendered male villain getting his own movie. And as someone who's actually seen the film now, let me tell you, if you walk away from it with any type of gendered or racial animosity, it's not the film. You're just a racist and or sexist. And I'm being completely serious. This film is not about race. This film is not about sex. There are men, women, black people, white people, all being villains in their own way. And I would mention how the film also has good guys of both sexes and different races, but there really aren't that many good guys in the film, period, so... 
It doesn't, really. Racists and sexists love to project race and sex onto everything they see, or in this case, even some things they haven't seen yet, and I really do think that's what happened here. I just don't understand people who are unable to see characters for more than their immutable characteristics, like being white or being male. Joker is not the story of an angry white straight male who rages and kills people. Joker is the story of a troubled man and his feelings of isolation and despair and his struggle to find meaning and release even if doing so means going down a dark path. Sure, he happens to be straight and white and male and all that other stuff, but that's still not what the movie is about. And if you leave the theater with the impression that it was, then you've completely missed the point. And another thing that has really bothered me leading up to this film is that apparently people can no longer understand the difference between sympathizing with and understanding someone and condoning or supporting their behavior. I saw people online complaining about Joker because they didn't want to see a film that justified the murder of innocent people. What? Hollywood makes movies about criminals all the time. Assassins, mafia bosses, gangbangers, arms dealers, drug smugglers. Do those movies get accused of justifying the crimes its characters commit? I don't think so, because that would be crazy. Being able to portray a villain in such a way that the audience can understand their motivations and how, in their own minds, they're actually not the villain, they're the hero, has long been considered a staple of good writing. But when it comes to the Joker, I suppose we can just throw all of that out the window because screw straight white men, I guess? And what's so ironic about the opposition to this film is that if the people who are upset right now could just put aside the character's maleness and whiteness for a second, I know it's hard, but if they could try, they would see that the movie's message is actually somewhat progressive. Class differences and resentment are a huge part of the movie, as is the notion that someone with a disability, with mental illness, is being pushed away and rejected from society. I thought that's what progressives love talking about, but I guess not because he's white. Not to mention that in the film, social services getting cut and the lack of a social safety net is also a huge thing. So you just, you can't make these people happy. In any case though, no, this film is not racist or sexist and it certainly does not justify murder. I personally enjoyed it a lot and I would recommend it, but as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Are you going to go see it? Why or why not? And if you have, what did you think? Let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.